0: Towering bow up in the air towards mid wicket Can someone get under and take the catch It is indeed taken Ratchan Ruvindra And quite amazingly H S Patel becomes just the third player In test match cricket history To take all ten wickets in an innings
1: yeah, That was the voice of uh, Daniel McCarty uh, And it goes down in uh, the analyst of uh, cricket forever as a history making moment, and uh, it's one that uh, we we shall never forget. Uh, AJS Patel becoming just the third cricketer in 144 year history of the game uh, to take 10 in innings. and The Black Caps are now back home from their tour of India yesterday, and uh, luckily, uh, we were able to uh, speak to the man himself this morning uh, from MIQ in Christchurch. Uh, first of all, uh, AJS Patel, welcome home. Cheers, Billy. How are you? Oh, look, I'm good. I'm um, all the better for watching what you did uh, about seven days uh, seven days ago, mate. First of all, can you take us back to uh, how special it was uh, being in Mumbai? Because you left there, what, at the age of uh, uh, around eight, I think. So what do you remember of life growing up in, in Mumbai? And, and is that where you first loved starting uh, you know, the thought of playing cricket?
0: Yeah, I mean, it was quite special to be back in Mumbai and, um, you know, to, to play in Mankiri alone. And to represent New Zealand um, in Mumbai was quite uh, quite special for me. Um, just that itself, and then um, obviously when when I moved over to New Zealand, I was I was relatively young, but I'd been through schooling and um, you know played a lot of cricket um, out in the gullies and stuff like that over there. So um, the passion for the game was always there, but I, I suppose I never really had the structure to actually you know. Um, Really take it up until I got to New Zealand, uh, and then that's kind of you know, obviously, where my games developed over here at home.
1: It's uh, an amazing story, this mate, because uh, you know, as we say, it's only been done three times in 144 years of test history. Uh, has it sunk in yet?
0: Um, yeah, I guess it has, but at the same time, I think you know, like. If we if we look and, and as you mentioned, it's only been done three times, but I think there's a lot of luck involved as well. Um, obviously, you have to put the ball in good areas, but you also have to have things go your way. And um, you know, it was one of those special special innings that um, you know everything seemed to go my way in the sense that you know anything could happen from the other end, but throughout the game it didn't. Um, and that's no lack of trying either. Um, I thought the boys bowled really well, but just um, you know just. I guess it was hated that, um, you know, things were meant to happen at my end on the day. So, yeah, it was quite, quite, quite a special occasion. Um, pretty cool for me, but also especially for my family, you know. I mean, the amount of support that I've received over the years from them to be able to do what I do, um, it's quite special to see the joy um, that it's brought to them.
1: And the other thing I find special is you don't get as many opportunities as a lot of bowlers. Um, uh, so I, I think that, uh, you know, the rarity... Of that uh, chance for you, I, I think makes it a, the the, um, the achievement that, um, even more substantial for me. When, when that during that innings, did, did you have a thought um, that you might get all ten? I mean, you had six from memory overnight. What were you thinking at that point?
0: Yeah, I, I had I think four overnight, and um, I remember leaving that day and um, you know having a look at the honours board and thinking. How, how cool would it be to you know, leave my, leave my name on the honours board in Mumbai? Um, and to be honest, I was only really thinking five at that point in time. Um, and uh, I was like, well, I've still got to come back and get one tomorrow and then um, see where things go from there. But obviously the way that it unfolded, um, it, it's funny because when you get into such a long spell, you're not really thinking about the wickets. You're just thinking about controlling one ball at a time and, I was so focused on that that I didn't really think too much about what was happening on the wood um, mm. until we got that ninth wicket. And I knew that once we got that ninth, ninth wicket, I think I was two balls into the over, and I knew I had about four. And I remember saying to Wags that um, I'm un- I feel like I'm under more pressure now than I have been all innings, mm. uh, um, knowing that I've got four balls to try and get this wicket. Um, and yeah, I-, I was quite nervous for rachi under that um, under that high ball. Um, he. He took um, an amazing catch for someone so young under so much pressure from, um, you know, the, I guess the situation that it was and also the, the crowd noise. Um, but yeah, it was, it was quite a special moment, uh, not only for me, but for, for everyone that was involved, really.
1: But this is, you know, this is India at home. This is what makes it so phenomenally good for me as well. And this is India, including Kohli, including Pajara. I mean, this is a fine batting side that you've just completely and utterly, by yourself, taken apart. Uh, Was there any key dismissals for you? Any memorable ones apart from that last one when the ball was hanging in the air?
0: Um, No, not not so much. Like I said, I mean, for me, it was really about controlling each delivery. Um, Wickets uh, obviously are great, but um, I mean, my whole my whole system and the way that I go about things is all about controlling one thing at a time. Um, I'm sure, as I look more and more uh, later on in my career, I'll look back at some of the, um, you know, some of the accomplishments and go, wow, that was something special. or There was something that I enjoyed in that." But, I mean, at the time, if I'm honest with you, it was really just about, you know, trying to control each ball and, and make sure that I put it in a good area. And like you like you said, as a spinner, um, you know, from New Zealand, every time you get an opportunity to to play on a surface that's offering you a bit, you have to be very, very hungry and you have to be uh, a little bit selfish and and try um, and you know make the most of them, because uh, as, as you mentioned, uh, that those occasions and those kind of services don't um, you know present themselves too often for us uh, back home. So when you do get in those conditions, you have to be hungry for it and and, and really want to you know really contribute.
1: Uh, I just, you didn't have much preparation. I mean, you 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 weren't able to get um, those overs under your belt, those workloads up. So. Um what did you do? How, how did you sort of um, cram it in, getting into the series? Because knowing full well you were going to be a key factor in it.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously the, the lockdown in Auckland made it a little bit more difficult um, to try and get some um, proper, I, I guess, high-intensity overs in. But um, I spent a lot of time down at um, suburbs bowling in the outdoor nets and spent some time with a guy, um, Barrington Rowland, working on my batting before we left. Um so it was, it was still about just, you know, working on my action and, and making sure that I was happy with um, the way the ball was coming out. Um, from a volume perspective, I guess we were we were fortunate. Um, we were going around with the T20 boys, and in between, we were training kind of every day that they were playing. So I just made sure I bowled plenty in those in those, in those situations. Um, you know, sometimes uh, we'd have a two-hour, uh, on a couple of occasions, we had about a two-hour net session. And I just tried to bowl right through just to kind of get my body to, to be ready, but also just to make sure that I was happy with the way that the ball was coming out. Because um, like you say, I mean, you get into those conditions and you're expected to, you know, to perform and, and um, make the most of them. So it was really important for me that I did that.
1: Well, we saw the joy on the field uh, amongst the team when uh, that you took the 10th wicket, but um, we understand behind the scenes as well, there was uh, quite a nice reaction for from... Uh, quite a few of the Indian players as well
0: yeah it was it was nice nice of um you know a few of them came over and shook my hand like Rahul Dravid, Virat Kohli, um Mohamed Siraj, and then um, Ashwin to present me with a Indian jersey with uh, all of the names signed on it was was very special um and also the Mumbai Cricket Association almost kind of you know um made me one of their own to be fair so it was um yeah, it was, it was quite humbling um, for for a, um, a kid that's come from Mumbai to be able to go back there and achieve something so special. And uh, the amount of messages and and phone calls and um, you know texts that I've received has been quite amazing, quite overwhelming uh, to a certain degree. Um, but yeah, I've got plenty of time in isolation to try and get through them slowly.
1: What about um, the, the two the two cricket balls? Did you manage to keep those? Uh, and and uh, and lock them away.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, obviously we gave we gave one of the match balls to the Mumbai Cricket Association. Uh, I believe we're going to put one in the New Zealand Cricket Museum, and I'll get to hold on to whatever is remaining. So, yeah, it's definitely something that um, I'll look back at, and and it'd be nice to have in the cabinet to to you know relive relive those memories. It's, it's quite special um, to be able to achieve that, uh, and only being eleven games in, i um, you know hopefully
1: I can uh, achieve a bit more. OK, so you know, you're know plugged away in the Plunkett Shield. You've been the leading wicket-taker in that competition for the Stags. Um, did you wonder uh, if, you, if you'd ever get a shot at this kind of opportunity um, as you were going through those years of, of first-class cricket?
0: Um, yeah, I, I suppose the goal was always to play for New Zealand. Um, and... I mean, for me, it's always been focused on the process. Um, let the outcome take care of itself. So, I guess for me, the process was about bowling plenty of overs, taking plenty of wickets, and um, you know, the outcome was the end goal to try and play for New Zealand. And um, it hasn't really changed much since playing for New Zealand. To be fair, once again, it's, it's process driven to to make sure that you know I put myself in the best position to to um, you know give myself the best chance. So. Every time I go out there, um, I just try and enjoy myself, knowing that I've put the work in and, um, you know, done all the hard yards beforehand. So that I can just go out there and and, and not really worry too much about, um, you know, whether I'm prepared or not. I always make sure that I'm going in with a a good mindset and and pretty happy with the preparation. And then I can just go out there and express myself and enjoy myself. Uh, I suppose that's the big thing about professional sport. I mean, it can be pretty pretty high pressure and uh, you know the expectations to perform but uh, I guess the way that i found to offload it is to work on the process rather than the outcome uh,
1: We've just had a text in uh, whilst we've been talking to you from uh, John and said uh, can you ask AJ as the ball that bowled Ashwin was that the best ball you bowled in those 10 wickets? <laughs>
0: um, yeah that'll be up there, it's definitely up there it's probably one of the best balls of, it, best balls of that game for me personally um, to be able to challenge someone um with a ball like that first up uh, it's always going to be difficult for a new batter and um funny enough like I think he thought that we were going up for a court behind that's why he, um you know tried to tee it up pretty quickly but um he hadn't quite realized that it had bowled him so yeah that was that was a pretty cool ball and that's kind of you know the ball you dream of as a as a left-arm spinner um, to pitch it on the leg stump and uh, take the top of off uh, I guess the other one is to sort of a left hander, pitch it outside off some and take the top box uh, um, through the gate. But yeah, it was it was pretty cool. It was quite surreal. Um, and, and the amount of support that I even received at the ground from uh, the Indian supporters was quite special, to be fair. To be able to turn them into um, loving little old TV boys um, was pretty cool.
1: Well, we didn't even, you know, we knew Hadley. We saw Hadley. Um, some of us were lucky enough to be out there, but. Uh, I'm not sure anyone ever expected that uh, you'd go past the great man. Uh, have you had a message from him?
0: Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I didn't think I would either. But, um, yeah, it's quite a special special occasion. Yeah, I did. I actually got a message. Um, it was one of the first messages that was um, uh, given to me by um, Willie Nichols. Uh, and it was quite humbling to receive a message from Sir Richard, obviously, um, He's one of the all-time greats when it comes to New Zealand cricket, and I, I know a lot of cricketers actually look up to him and and try and um, emulate uh, some of the stuff that he's been able to do throughout his career. So um, to to receive a message from um, you know one of the greats of our game was quite humbling and quite special. Um, yeah, and, and you know still sends chills down his spine knowing that um, someone of that greatness has um, you know reached out to you to congratulate you on something that you've achieved. Uh, so it's pretty.
1: Very special. Hey Jazz, I, I know it was mid-test match so um, you, know, you had to keep things uh, pretty balanced as a, but were you able to uh, uh, celebrate in some way with uh, those family members overseas and how do you, how do you plan to celebrate uh, when you get out of MIQ uh, back here?
0: Yeah, it's funny because um, my, my, my dad said to me after I got four on the first day, um, oh, actually he didn't say to me, my sisters were telling me that dad said that um, you know, if I got five uh, he'd throw a party at home um, to the family and uh, I don't think any of us had really expected that it was going to unfold the way that it did. So I think the following day dad organised a uh, dinner at home with the extended family and um, they all came around and had a good time and Um, Watch some of the cricket together, and um, I'm I'm sure we'll be doing much of the same when I get home. I'm sure there'll be a a bit of cake and um, lots of good food, and um, you know, share a few stories with the family. I'm sure they're all itching to hear about it. And to be honest with you, without their support, um, I wouldn't have got half as far as I have um, to to where I am now. Um, My parents, um, my wife, my um, you know, my my grandmother, and my cousins and uncles and aunties they're, they're all an integral part of my journey um they've all kind of helped in, in their own way to to get me where i am and without them i don't think i would have been able to achieve half the things i have up until now so yeah it's been it's been special to kind of give them something back to share to about and um you know it's been pretty cool it'd
1: be nice to uh, really you know to to top it off I, I think the new zealand public would love to see you uh, an action back here at home, I think, so they can get close to you and, and, and congratulate you personally themselves and, and pay uh, tribute to that great achievement. So it would be nice to think that uh, they might take some grass or some of the pitches this year for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: look, as a, as a spinner, I, I guess in New Zealand we know the challenges of New Zealand conditions, but I mean, I, I've never really felt that that's um, something that that should detract from spin bowling or, or discourage anyone from bowling spin in New Zealand because, I mean, even though the conditions are different, you can still, um, you know, contribute to the team and um, find ways of getting wickets. And, and I think that's one of the challenges for international bowlers when they come here is, is trying to figure out how to take wickets on our surfaces. Um, but, yeah, look, I mean, you know, you certainly can play a part as a spinner in New Zealand. Um, it's just around kind of, you know, how, how that's done. It's slightly different to overseas, but yeah, hopefully there's more opportunities to play for New Zealand at home. Um, I'd love nothing more than to be an established member in the test side for for a decent period of time, Um, and that's always the goal, and that's always what you're kind of striving towards. I mean, you know, having picked up so many wickets at home at a domestic level, I'd like to think Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, I'm more than capable of doing that at an international level, or you know, just need the opportunities to be able to kind of, you know, find a way and um, settle into international cricket at home for a decent period. Um, But, yeah, I guess the only only thing is obviously our our seamers are unbelievable at home and and we've seen them do some special things away from home now as well. And so every time they get the ball and and seem for any conditions, it's pretty hard to get the ball back off them. So... Yeah, I guess it's kind of wait and see um, on on how the the pitches look this summer and um, going forward. But um, yeah, it's it's always it's always a target to to kind of you know be a member of that team as much as possible and play as much cricket in New Zealand as possible.
1: Well, one thing's for sure, uh, AJ, none of them have got ten wickets in an innings. Those uh, seamers, and none of them are, <laughs> I don't think have got fourteen and a fourteen in a match. So at this point in your life, you have that over them once and for all. So. Hey, look! It's it's great that you're home. Um, it's great um that you've been able to sit back and reflect now on on one of the great sporting achievements this country has ever seen, and that uh, the game of cricket has ever seen uh, forever, forever, mate. Uh, you're in history now. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we we congratulate you for that. And, and never ever um never ever uh, be be a part of your thinking that uh, no one appreciates it back here, whether you play or not uh, at home. Uh, I don't think that matters uh, to me and, and to those people no, that you've absolutely. You're thrilled, mate. You, you've thrilled everyone, mate. And no. uh, you know the great thing now, when those kids get the uh, cricket balls under their cricket, uh, Christmas trees this year, instead of wanting to be Richard Hadley's and Trent Bolts, I reckon a lot of them want to be Aj yeah. Patel now. And that's probably the most special, special thing of all.
0: Yeah, 100%. And uh, I guess for a spinner in New Zealand, to, to be able to inspire kids to take up spin bowling, um, it, it's something. Quite special and, and something that you know I, I do hope to achieve throughout my career. Um, we saw when we had um, the likes of Dan playing that a lot of kids wanted to be left-arm spinners and, um, and and I guess for me it's about inspiring the next generation of cricketers and um, you know hopefully this means that more kids will be wanting to take up spin bowling and not discouraged by our conditions and going well oh, I'd much rather be a senior. So seam bowling is a lot of fun. Um, I, I've seen both sides of it. I've been a seamer in the past and. Um, uh, being a spin bowler is quite, something quite special for me um, and, and I do enjoy the intricacies of it so if I can inspire another generation to, to produce some quality spinners uh, you know, later on in my career I'd love for someone to come out and say look, um, I remember watching that spell and, and that's what really got me into spin bowling so if, if that happens that will probably be a very, very humbling moment for me um, and yeah, hopefully it does happen someday in the future
1: Ajax Patel, uh, fantastic uh, for you to make yourself available, mate. Rest up well in uh, MIQ. Enjoy that uh, reunion with your family and uh, enjoy your summer at home where I think the New Zealand fans will love to get to know you even better. Thanks for your time and once again, congratulations on one of the great achievements in New Zealand sport. Well done.
0: Thanks for
1: having me. No, thank you. Uh, Ajax Patel here, folks. Um, Wow, Uh, you're that good. You do something that great and um, you're that humble about the whole deal and you just take it in your stride and move on. That sums him up to me. Uh, He's uh, a brilliant young man, to be honest, a great family man. And and now he's a great man for New Zealand.